Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oliver, did you know that uh, that now I'm a full-on Athletic Greens AG1 family in that my daughter Natalie takes it, my daughter Trudy takes it, and now my wife Michelle takes it. Wow. Well, I'm behind you. I'm jealous. I got two... I got two out of the five, plus mom, Kurt, Kate, so I don't know if we're adding extended family. I've got a ways to go. But... I'm proud of you, and I'm I'm honestly jealous. I need my family to become whole. Because AG. I said, I said, Natalie. I mean, one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients. And and then she was like, No way. And I said, Yeah, including a multivitamin, <laughs> a multimineral, a probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. And she was like. Yeah, okay, dad, but do they do they in if you send your first order in, do do they give you vitamin D? Like a one year full supply of vitamin D? I was like, Natalie, that's what they do. You're speaking my language. And I want to see you have a healthy immune system and uh, you know, replace multiple products or pills, whatever you're taking, with one healthy, delicious drink. Wow. Usually we do these ads together, but I, there's nothing I can do to top that. That was really incredible. You playing both parts. You know, I love how you worked that in like that. I, I mean, if people don't go out and just buy Athletic Greens for the reason of, of just your creativity and how you integrated your family into this Athletic Greens ad, then they don't know what they're doing. They well, must go buy this now. It's funny you say that because I, and then I kind of added more to it for Natalie. I was like, look, I know you travel. You and Bobby, um, they will give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D. And she was blown away. And then I said, and five free travel packs. You know, since you do all this traveling, you're going to get your little jug that you're going to drink out of. And she was like, well, where do I go? And I said, <laughs> get out your phone, go to the internet, and go to athleticgreens.com slash issues. That way your dad... And Oliver, Uncle Oliver, get a little pop on this thing, too. And she said, what? And I said, again, simply visit athleticgreens.com slash daddy issues. And Natalie, take control of your health and give AG1 a try. And, and let me tell you, she hasn't been disappointed ever since. Here we are. This is Groundhog's Day. Actually, yeah. isn't it Groundhog's Day? Like pretty <clears> soon? That was last week. Has that thing ever not seen its shadow? I, I feel like it's on a run of about every year. 40 in a row. Ah, it's going to be another six weeks of winter because this rat walked out and saw its shadow. Who cares?
I don't know. Punxsutawney Phil. You know? Yeah, which, you know, if if, if that- Ned Ryerson is not involved in this at all, and Bill Murray and <laughs> uh, Andy McDowell, I really, I don't care about Punxsutawney Phil. I'm not sure anyone really cares about Groundhog's Day. You know? I feel like I live that every day of the year, sort of. It's but kind of but Groundhog thing. Day, we think of Groundhog Day. In How did the, that even come about? Like, what the but, fuck? But is that? I mean, that has nothing to do with like a repetitious day. That's from the movie. That, that this yes. is just merely. It was a vehicle. It was a means to an end. So now, you know, you've got you've got this movie starring Bill Murray, and everybody says, "Oh, it's Groundhog Day. We're doing it." That that's that's nice reach by that movie. You know, like it has nothing. The mm-hmm. actual Groundhog Day has nothing to do with just repeating the same day over and over again. That's just that's what happened to Bill Murray in that in that movie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you think Groundhog Day came after that? Meaning the expression of like, oh, it's a Groundhog's Day. Meaning it's over and over and a, over again. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, Groundhog I Day was was the Punxsutawney Phil, and and it still is, and whatever. But the idea of something being, oh, it's Groundhog Day, is from the no. movie. I don't think so. I, I think the movie took the title from an, an expression that was well before the movie. No. Yeah. No way. Margot, look it up. I mean, she's feverishly going through the intro web to figure out if if I'm right or Oliver's right. I, I I just think it's it's strictly a byproduct of a really good movie. No, why? If if that is the case, then I will be shocked. Honestly, really shocked. Because that that's not how I. I thought it was the other way around. I thought the movie was named after Groundhog Day, meaning oh, it's Groundhog Day, and uh, it's happens. Oh, it's, we're doing it over again. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Nope. The I movie like I'm right. on the phrase. The movie. I found an article that says. Um, you know, that Groundhog Day, the movie spawned a whole state of mind, a day that feels just like yesterday or a rut that you can't get out of is commonly referred to as being like Groundhog Day. Thanks to the 1993 movie. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest my case. Hold on. What's the source? (laughs) Um, This is Instagram. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll I'll search for something a little bit more reputable. But he knew. <laughs> I mean, come well, on, no. That's, I, that's, I, I, hey, I, I concede. Like I was not one hundred percent sure, um, but I am surprised that the term Groundhog Day has only been around since the mid nineties. That's surprising to me. And you've only but, been around since the mid-70s. That's surprising to me. I've been around since the late 60s. That's surprising to me. How how disappointing is it now in your life where when you sign up for something online mm-hmm. and, first of all, they'll never let you put MO for Missouri or CA for California. You have to. That's the one thing you have to scroll down mm-hmm. to click. Like, okay, or I can just type it in. How about that? No, they make you scroll down. To hit the the abbreviation for your state, but then when you go to year of birth, mm-hmm. you, you know now I'm at a point where I'm scrolling so far down 
Yeah. That it's just depressing with every swipe of my finger. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, it's like, yeah. a, you know, it's, it's roulette that just keeps on going. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's only meant to depress. I'm, I'm convinced. And it's yeah, there's got to be a better way. I mean, even just to type in rather than just having to filter down to the 1940s. I think we should start with the Titanic 1912 and then you scroll up. Like, good ah, idea. I wasn't alive in the teens. I wasn't alive in the 20s. I wasn't alive in the 30s. I wasn't alive in the 40s, 50s, and 69. That's my birth year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I feel better about myself because I'm stro- scrolling that far up instead of down, which is everything <clears throat> to do with death is down, like six feet under. Yeah. You know, your toes up. It's just a bad yeah. imagery. Right. I think that's a very great idea. I really in do. In fact, I I feel like it's it's almost age biased and I don't I don't feel comfortable doing it that mm-hmm. way anymore. Well, I think that if there's any company that is listening to daddy issues, they will change that feature. And I'll bet you there are some that maybe already have it like that. But, but can we do the few. state thing? I don't want to scroll down on the state thing either. You at least you're CA, so you're up toward I'm the CA. top. I'm MO yeah, it's not too bad. Mississippi and Michigan yeah. and Montana, and I, I have all these M's I have to get through. Yeah, I, I know I'm, I'm, it's tiring. So how do you? So you would rather just do a type, like so you can just type MO. MO. That's how I put my address in. Yeah, St. Louis MO. Not that hard. I don't want to have to go find it. It's like going, you know, you set up a new iPhone. It's like, yeah, I'm not in the Ukraine. Can we put the United mm-hmm. States up a little higher since it, it was? I know. Right. It's too far down. But usually it's a default when you're setting up the iPhone. You don't have to scroll all the way to the use. And sometimes right. by accident, I'm like, I'm, I push Uruguay. So then it changes the whole setting. Everything in my phone is Uruguayan. Is that a word? Yeah. <laughs> Uruguananian. Yeah. I I, I think that's, uh, I I feel your pain there. I I also am amazed every time you pop up on my screen at at the uh, loudness of your outfits. I just, it's it's too random. They're too good to be that random. Um, it is kind of random, I think. I think I, I, I just, my clothes are just loud these days, but I don't put anything together, you know, on purpose, meaning, you know, I'm not going to go, I'm going to put these very loud sweatpants on with this purple shirt and my flamingo hat. It's just sort of what's around me. And to be fair, we're still living at my parents' house, which is ending shortly here, but there's no structure. So I've got clothes just everywhere and I'm just throwing things on and getting the kids to school. And I think once I get back into my house, the wardrobe might shift just a little bit. Next week, can you show up on my computer screen wearing only clothes that belong to Kurt Russell? If I'm still here, then yes. There's a chance I won't be here. But you should have asked me that this week, and I could have done that. Um, yeah. Second question. Mo- Tommy Bahama, I can just give you a little preview. It's it's t- Tommy Bahama and then some slacks from, you know, Tequila Sunrise. That he That's took what from he the has. set. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Okay. It is, how about the Captain Ron outfit? Is there, is there a whole pirate get up in there? 
No, but there is Tombstone. He's got Tombstone. He's got um, Snake Plissken's boots. I don't know where the hell the eye patch is. You know, um, check the drawers. Check the drawers think, by his bed. Yeah, I think he had. I think there was Snake Plissken leather pants. Do you think your mom ever makes Kurt dress up like Snake Plissken for a night of romance? Um, I wish that was true. That would be amazing. I mean, maybe back in the day. But no, no, not not anymore. That's that's a lot of work. I mean, I, he can't even fit in that shit anymore. Anyway, you know. <laughs> but still, if you walked in and they were they were role playing dialogue from <laughs> from one of either one of their great hit movies, how great would that? Would you would you interrupt them or would you stay in the corner? Like you did one time with Michelle and me, and just observe. Um. Well, are we talking about a sexual context? Like, no, are you asking no, me if I'm going to watch but it's my parents? Leading to that, like, like Kurt's dressed as the overboard guy, flan like sleeveless flannel jeans. Your mom yeah. is dressed as like the socialite, and they're doing a scene from Overboard. Would you would you yeah. interrupt it or would God. you let it go? I would watch it, and then if it got a little freaky, then I would have to bow out because I, I, that would be – I don't know if I can deal with a very open family, but not sure I can deal with, with that kind of a, a progression. Hold on. I got it. Wilder's on the calling me. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more Daddy Issues. Speaking of Wilder, speaking of Wilder, when you and I are on the phone at night, can you at least alert me to when I'm on speakerphone <laughs> and one of your children <laughs> is in the room? I, you, this specifically we're speaking to, I think last night or maybe two nights ago, you came out firing hot. I had no chance to tell you anything. I mean, you just went boom, right to the inappropriate so I said then, something inappropriate, and then and then Oliver goes, uh, "How do you feel about that, Wilder?" I'm like Jesus, <laughs> and it was pretty, uh, it's pretty graphic too. But I know, you know whatever, I mean, but that's whatever. how the you kids... and I talk to each other, and now I'm talking the, that way the, to your 13 year old son. He's 14, so now I'm know, talking that he... way to your 14 year old son. <clears throat> yeah, he, he he's fine. I don't even think he heard what you said, honestly. You know, because I was like, "What do you think about that, Wilder?" And he goes, "Like what?" You know, I mean, he's he's spaced out, or okay. You know, All I, right. actually, I've been dealing with Wilder. You know, going through some stuff right now with this. He's been home from school for two weeks. He's back at school this week, and he's been doing Zoom because he's had anxiety, and it's not the kind where it's like, "Oh, I'm just have a little, I'm a little anxious." I mean, it's real, you know, and. He was feeling sort of out of body and just, you know, worrying about his breath and all the stuff, man. It was just uh, almost identical to some of the stuff that I was going through. And I'm like, oh, shit. Pass that down. <laughs> God. Well, I, I have, yeah, my I, my daughters have dealt with that at, from time to time. I think some of that yeah. stuff comes and goes. It comes in waves and then they get over it and they're not, mm -hmm. he's not going to be in a, you know, Locked off in his room, worried to come out because of his breath. Mm -mm. No, but I have to, 
you know, really talk to him about it and, and tell him to work and he can't just sit here and lay in the bed all day on Zoom and think that just with, with some wishful thinking, everything's going to get better. And, you know, so it's, it's just uh, reliving it. And, 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 and to be straight up, like, just even reliving it has given me anxiety, not crazy, like what we were dealing with this summer, but it's funny, man, how your kids are just, I guess, me and empathic, or I'm just feeling what he's feeling, and it brought me back to, yeah, I have residual now feelings of what that was. It's crazy. Yeah, but I would say the overriding emotion <clears throat> and fear and anxiety would be worrying about your son and, yes. and trying to alleviate the load off of him as opposed to yeah. you worrying about your own. Yeah, anxiety. and it's also just knowing how he feels, but also understanding that he's safe. But understanding as well how hard it can be to get through it. He's back at school. I get texts from him about how he's feeling throughout the day. We went to the doctor and he had needed to get a physical anyway. So he got all checked out and he's perfect. You know, everything's good. But um, yeah, it's just the fight, man. It's the fight. We're living in a crazy fucking time. So many of these kids are experiencing this anxiety. Now, I guess the question is, are they experiencing anything different than what we did when we were kids? Or now is it just named? Now, is it, are there just labels to the things that we were probably feeling then, but they were just, hey, you're a kid. You're hormones. You're going through puberty or whatever. Yeah. Or is it, or is it actually, are we actually seeing a spike in children who are dealing with true anxiety? I would say with, with not being a professional in this field at all, kind clearly. Of. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I dropped out. Yeah. Um, I would say it's more that it's okay to talk about this stuff and they're bombarded with it on television. They're, they're bombarded with it on kind of see something, say something. And, and thank God, because there are a lot of kids that are dealing with a lot and social media pressures and everything else that go along with life in 2021, 2022. And I, I don't know the answer to that, but I, I do know that, at some point, you, it's hard, but you have to say, hey, all right, let's get up and let's get going. You know, it's it's mm -hmm. you can't let that overwhelm him or overrun him. And, and what mm -hmm. so my question is, what was it that made you or Aaron or him say, OK, this has been long enough. I'm going back to school. Well, I saw him get better, you know. I mean, he was getting through stuff and he made him write, he was writing in a journal, which I made him do and I made him sort of meditate. And then, you know, and then there's tough love, I think, that has to be implemented at some point where, yeah, we can coddle you or we can help you through it. And especially me, because I understand what you're feeling, truly understand what you're feeling. But there comes a point where you have to help yourself. I can only do so much. I can take you to the doctor. I can show you that you're actually physically healthy. I can give you the tools to combat some of this anxiety and to put it at ease and allow you to have a normal day. I can give you the tools, but I can't make you do it. I can't get inside of your body. So there does come a point where I'm like, get up, get out of bed, get outside, go feel the sun, go on a walk, 
write in your journal. Otherwise, you're just going to be staying here and in this bed and, and just ruminating. So Plus, this week you are going to school. That's how it sort of happened. I said on yeah, Monday that, we're going to school. That's what I was kind of asking. And I, and I wonder yeah. now, post-pandemic or still in pandemic, wherever we are in the world, if now with all the Zoom outlets – if people are going to default when, when they're faced with, hey, either I'm going to be a part of this and I'm going to go to school and I'm going to do my work and I'm going to get my homework and I'm not going to stay home, which is what we all had to do prior to 2019 or whenever the pandemic hit. I don't even know. Uh, mm -hmm. Or, you know, now it's like, eh, I really don't have to get out of my bed. I can go to work mm -hmm. right here in with my slanket on and get on a zoom call and be just as participatory in my life at work or at school or whatever, because now I have this, I don't feel good. So I'm going to do it from zoom because now there's, there's the capabilities of doing it. So mm -hmm. it's probably a net bad thing, like for, at least with what we're talking about here, because had your had wilder not had that opportunity, I mean, he would have had to, go back to school and get going um, before mm -hmm. two weeks were up. Yeah. But then you have to analyze all that and say, well, is it being, is it productive, you know, or is it more productive to be home, to allow yourself to sort of feel what you're feeling, to talk to me, to figure it out and then go back when you're ready, you know, because it, it, he was not participating in school. He was, he had moments where he'd be in the bathroom at lunch, you know, and stay in the bathroom because he just didn't, he was just overwhelmed. And when I found that out, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you're, you're coming home now. Like, this is not how you need yeah. to go do school. We need to talk about it. We need to fix it. This is something Is there anybody gonna... at school that can help with that? Or does he have a counselor or, or does he have a therapist or is it, no, is it I mean, just relying on your own abilities to talk him through this? Yes, we have no therapist. We've been looking into it a little bit, um, you know. But if you can learn to help yourself, not saying that outside help isn't amazing because I've had it forever and ever, but if you can learn to help yourself and maybe supplement it with therapy if need be, then yeah, get down to the root of why you're feeling this way. You know, what is it about being a 14-year-old and, you know, what are you, what are you going through right now, you know? Um, so yeah, these are all the questions that I've asked and, and again, it's specific to each kid. If Bodhi was going through this or Rio, I think it would be much more upfront and out there and open. Wilder is a little, he's a little closed off, you know. He, he's not, he doesn't share information easily. It, it comes out in spurts and all of a sudden you're, everything's quiet and he'll be like, you know, Dad, uh, when I was at school the other day, I felt this, this and that. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go, okay. And you know, I'm like, don't, don't, don't. It's like a... You know, it's like an ember that you're just trying to blow on to light that fire. And yes. if it goes out, you're fucked. So I'm just you like... Can't, you're so <laughs> scared to say the wrong thing to shut it down. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, no, okay, that, that's cool, man. That's cool. So, uh, you know, what, 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 what are we talking about here? I'm just trying to be really Back gentle. Back off, Dad. I, I, yeah, then it's right, like, I'm like... Sorry, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> go, let's go back to where we were one minute ago. Start back up again. And then the moment's gone. I know. And that's just parenting and i've been there with yeah. my girls and i'm sure i'll be there with my boys i'll just be senile and not able to help them when they're 18 i'll be in my mm. mid-60s and yeah you'll be shit, out of your I'll, mind i'll be 67 i'll be out of my mind i'll be like hey 
I yeah, don't but know. you know what? <laughs> Talk Fuck to your you. mother. I don't know. Right. Which they're like, I don't know. Who's your which mother? Is there another one? I don't know. But no, but it's actually nice. It's like a, a different way of doing it. You are so senile and so crazy that comparatively their anxiety is nothing. So all they need to do is talk to dad and they feel better because of the state that dad is in. Right. I'm like, why are you talking? To- Who are you? <laughs> and I'm not making light of that because that runs in my family. My yeah. grandfather, my mom's dad, um, died with Alzheimer's. And it's something uh. that, that is in the front of my mind constantly. And I was having these terrible headaches uh, one year and, and it, it just wouldn't go away. Then I, I had... Here, here's a nice trip down awful memory lane. I had salmonella, mm. and I was dehydrated, and I kept having. I had the worst vertigo I've I've ever had. Like I could barely get up. I wanted to die, mm-hmm. and then I it, it kind of morphed into headaches and still vertigo. I couldn't get rid of this. Every time I laid down and I turned to my right side, the world was spinning. And and if you've never had vertigo. Good for you, and I hope you never have it. If you have had it, you know Ooh. what I'm talking about because there's no, there's no compass. Like you can't tell where the ground is. You can't tell what's in front of. Like forward, straight ahead. Your whole world is like you know one of those, uh, I don't know, like a gyroscope where everything's moving mm. around, and it's just makes you want to throw Ugh. up. So I Awful. went in and I got my I got an MRI on my brain. I'm like, I, I of course my mind jumped to the worst possible. Yeah. possibility and yeah. uh so i go in and i go through the whole thing and the doctor's like yeah it's just still fallout from having salmonella being that dehydrated this was like a year later and uh so i went through then he called me back like two weeks later this this great neuro surgeon and neurologist and he said uh by the way i know you're a thorough guy and i assume I'm assuming that you're going to read the whole report that I sent you on your brain MRI. Don't worry about those two spots. Those are just age (laughs) spots. And I'm sure that if I had an MRI of my brain because I'm 55 years old or whatever he was, I would have those two. That's just normal age spots that are on your Mm -hmm. brain. And I, I still, I mean, I that that mm-hmm. whole conversation freaks me out. That's all I think about. Like, well, what, wh- mm-hmm. why, why did he call me back? And why am I? Why should I, quote unquote, not be worried about these spots that are on my brain? But um, and mm-hmm. knowing my family history and every gene that I seem to have, from balding to, you know, whatever, comes from my grandfather through my mom to me. And I'm like, there's just mark it down. It's just a question of when this mm-hmm. this comes, not if. But yeah, so I well, have, that's what I have you, spots that's what, on that's my brain. What, that's what you you that's what you believe is. That's it's, what it's I believe a, because I'm a fatalist. Right, right. No, I know, I know. Well, that's well, let's just cross our fingers because that's that's awful. You know, will you what still I mean? talk that, to me then if if I'm? Yeah. Of course. Of course I'll still talk to you. Okay. You know. Good. We'll still do the podcast. It'll be really interesting. It'll be so good. It'll be so much better <laughs> than this. 
If you're enjoying this episode of Daddy Issues, don't keep it to yourself. Please share the love and tell a friend about Daddy Issues and go subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We That's right. You. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up right after the break. By the way, speaking of podcasts, do I need a side deal with you? Like a contract between Joe Buck and Oliver Hudson that states like some sort of a cap Mm -hmm. on how many podcasts you're allowed to be a part of. Because I feel like I'm getting the thinner version of Mm -hmm. you because you're spread so thin. You have one with your sister. Now you have a fitness one. You have all this other stuff going on. And I feel like I'm getting the shaft. Well, no, look, it's all about sort of trying to create some sort of an empire, you know, and if podcasts were a stake my empire, then I've got to give it a shot. And um, the the fitness podcast is something that is, it's a six episoder and it's quickly, we're in and we're out and it's going to be fun. We're talking about fitness, we're talking about all the stuff and di- deep diving into it all. This is not a concern of yours. What should be a concern is Aaron, because I will be starting a podcast with my wife, too. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. th- this is, like, unending. How many po- – what, what's the total number of podcasts that have to happen in your life before you're, A, satisfied, and before, if there's one more, <laughs> you, you absolutely have nothing to say? Well, you – it's all different stuff. You know what I mean? Kate and I have different conversations. You and I have totally different conversations, and Aaron and I will as well. I mean, it will be about relationships and kids and all and all the stuff. Oh, I'm you sure you like and Michelle will be on our no, no. It was from a very. Uh, it's been on sibling revelry on the feed. We've done six or seven of them while I was while she was filling in for Kate, and it was it was it seemed to be successful. We were very candid about our relationship, about what, what we went through during our engagement and how I was a fucked up creature. And then it, it moved from there and it seemed to catch on. So you and Michelle will be on our podcast, which I came up with a name. Tell me if you like this name. Unconsciously Coupled. Yeah. yeah you like I mean, it. You I must. Just, That's pr- pretty here's good. Here's the problem. I will bet... $100 cash that okay. you cannot spell unconsciously. Go. Unconsciously. U-N-C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-L-Y. Okay. I owe you $100, I think. Is it L-E-Y or L-E-Y? <laughs> it's not L-E-Y. Man, I, don't I can't know. believe for a, both a, like basically a high school and college dropout, you just whipped that out. That's that's impressive. <laughs> Let's be clear. I graduated st- high school barely. Okay, coupled. Spell coupled. C O U P L E D. I'm turning you into like Sal or uh, Sal. Totally, it's Stern <laughs> or uh, Ronnie the limo driver. Like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ash Treaks. There's ash streaks. <laughs> um, good. Well, hey, I Godspeed. I'm I'm a big fan of what you do, all the stuff Thanks. you do on the podcast and the the TV appearances and all the things. I'm a fan. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. I'm in your corner. Thank you. I'll subscribe. I'll listen to your ads for 
you know, whatever you're going to oh, yeah. be selling on this podcast. Well, that's the other thing is it doesn't interfere, not that we sell much, but it doesn't interfere with anything that we would sell because it's very driven towards what the content of the podcast is. Okay. You know? So it's going to be, you know, like... Yeah, like couples pick things. Pick me up like, bouquets and right, candles. Or, Sure, or like some like Adam and Eve, like erotic, you know, stuff, or you know, oh, this lube. is gonna be like a raunchy kind of thing for you. It won't be raunchy, but I mean, if we, we're gonna get into we we get into sex, and it's very dude, just listen to a few of the ones on Sibling Revelry. I think you'd actually like the first. But then one I have is to good. then I have to support you and Kate, and it's just I feel like the whole thing's just too much. Yeah, but I don't think listening is supporting. I think you're just checking out an episode. You know, you don't have to commit or subscribe to Sibling Revelry. You just have to listen to one episode. Yeah. So Okay. All right. I will. Can you send maybe you me should which start one a you podcast. believe is your favorite? Start another one with Michelle. No. Why? No, I, she, I, she, wants, she wants to. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think we have the time right now. I can barely squeeze this 45 minutes of hell into my life. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, of all the podcasts I do or ever will do, this is my favorite for sure. You almost slipped there. That's like me calling my wife the wrong name. You just went, and I almost said sibling. Yeah, I almost did. Because that means you've probably said that on, on your podcast with Kate. I have not. Okay. I have not. I, I just hope Kate doesn't hear this because then she'll quit. And... She won't hear this. There is absolutely no chance in hell that she would listen to this. There's no way. No. Unless we had someone on that she had to listen to. We need to get back into guests. Like, we, we need to, not, not yeah. a lot of them. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think we need a big, splashy guest to bring back the guests. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Let's go Nicholas Cage. And then oh, who else? We need someone that's really pressworthy. Okay. You know what I mean? Joe Rogan. Someone Yeah, like Joe Rogan. We need Alec to get Joe Baldwin. Rogan. These are perfect. These are great. Nick Nolte. <laughs> <laughs> Why Nick Nolte? I don't know. It feels like it could be fun. Gary Busey. Or Gary Busey. I was just about to say Gary because Nick Nolte and Gary Busey sort of go hand in hand. Gary Busey would be a really funny guest. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I, and then and that, at this point, it doesn't even have to be centered around daddy issues. We could just have like some crazy conversation. What happened to all of our other cool shit that we were doing? You know what I mean? We had an idea of how we were going to reformulate the show. We were going to have we somebody just it. drop in for five minutes yeah, drop every in. show. That's right? Yeah, that's right. We didn't follow through on that because because I'm, I think I'm learning that if I don't follow through on that, we don't follow through on that. Take well, that think, as you will. Uh, we got to blame we got to blame Josh and Margo I think that's the only healthy thing before we hear from Josh and Margo um we need to talk about the bet that we concocted since I beat you in the head to head during the mm -hmm. AFC uh championship game mhm mm 
So we yeah. did the we we did the donation, but then mm-hmm. we thought about what would be a nice personal kind of bet that we could talk about. And I was supposed to talk about it today on an ESPN interview I did. I, I talked about Stat Hero. I went through the whole thing, talked about my team, which I'm excited about. In fact, I think my team is so good, Stat Hero is offering three to one. Like if if you play oh, wow. me and you beat me. They pay out three to one. You put up 10, you get 30. How about That's that? That's good math, Joe. That's some Thanks. good-ass math, uh, buddy. I appreciate that. It's almost that. as good as my spelling. You know, it's very close to my spelling. Mine was way, Let- yeah, mine, mine was way easier. But we thought about yeah. a bet, and that is we're going to bring, Michelle and I are going to bring the twins, the three-year-old twins, out to Los Angeles for the upcoming Super Bowl in uh, a few days from now. And why don't you go ahead and and say what mm-hmm. our bet well, morphed into? Okay, well, I'll I'll preface it by saying that Joe, myself, Michelle, his wife, and Aaron were all very good friends, and we like to see each other when we are in town. But Joe is now sort of I guess it would be called a punishment, although hanging out with his boys probably isn't a punishment. But now while they go to brunch and have a beautiful Saturday morning, I will be in the hotel room with the twins, with Wyatt and Blake, who don't really know me. So it could be a total disaster. <laughs> well, it's just, it's not going to start well because that's the problem. No, so it the won't. question is, right. can you get it back? Can you? Yes. Because the minute no Michelle, doubt. Aaron, and I leave, and you're left oh, the, with two three-year-olds, oh. yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I they're going to go, bana- they're going to go apeshit fucking bananas. Yeah, okay? I know. I know. And and now the question is, can you reel them back in? Without a doubt. This is what I'm good at. I, I have I have the touch. I am a natural when it comes to children and parenting and and all of that. They will be fine. I will always find a way. And maybe it's not a way that you guys would appreciate, but I will find a way. But it is kind of a bummer because a nice Saturday brunch with maybe some champagne and you know, some locks and bagels would be nice. But yeah. instead, I'll be with your your crazy children. But just please don't try to be too long. I know brunches can take a while. So let's keep it a short brunch, if you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I mean, brunch by its very definition is is combining breakfast and, and lunch. Right, so, so that's I at mean, least that, three hours. <laughs> that's at least three hours because you have to cover from a late breakfast to an early lunch. That's a nice three-hour window. Yeah. So yeah. that's, that's kind of what we've determined will be the payback from Oliver for me mm-hmm. beating him in the head-to-head. And by the way, when we were talking about the three-to-one odds at Stat Hero, you just go to stathero.com slash Buck and uh, promo code Buck with a 100% deposit match. So there you go. Go to Stat Hero. If you want another reason to watch the uh, Super Bowl coming up, you can beat the team that I laid out, six players, $100,000 salary cap, and it's stathero.com slash Buck and promo code Buck with a 100% deposit match. So, yeah. I'm, Are you allowed to say who you picked or did you make your picks yet? I don't know. I made you know. my picks. So I, I have picked as my MVP Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Good. I have picked as my quarterback Joe Burrow. Love. I have picked as my other receiver Odell Beckham Jr. So now, I mm-hmm. and the reason I did that is I'm playing – Really, I'm I'm a fan of both quarterbacks. So Burrow goes off. I'm happy. 
Stafford goes off, I'm happy, even though I didn't pick Stafford because who's he probably throwing to, Odell Beckham Jr. or Cooper Cup. So mm-hmm. I've got Burrow, Cup, OBJ, Samaji Pirine, who's the backup running back to Joe Mixon for the Bengals, um, mm-hmm. Cam Akers, who is the running back mm-hmm. for the L.A. Rams, who I think Sean Payton – or Sean Payton – uh, Sean McVay wants McVay. to really feature. And then McPherson, the kicker from Cincinnati, who uh, as a rookie is just a superstar and and has as much swag, albeit amazing. as a kicker, as Joe Burrow. I guess Burrow told the story that um, he was warming up on the sideline and took his last warm-up uh, kick. And then as he's walking out, there's like he just turns and says to either Burrow or somebody – Looks like we're going to the Super Bowl. Like, hey, this is before he made the kick. So uh, I like that kind of confidence. That's why he's on my team. And uh, there you go, stathero.com oh, good. or okay. download the app. All right. I'll, I'll play your ass even though we already did ours, but I'll uh, I'll see what I can do against you. Okay. You know, three, three to one in case you miss Joe's math. You bet 10, you win 30. You hear that? We, we've That's got right. English covered. Language skills and now math, and and here's the other part. <laughs> I said on my ESPN interview, uh, stathero.com slash beat Joe Buck. I said the beat Joe Buck part sounds like you know I'm doing. That's what Red Sox fans say when I'm doing like Red Sox Yankees, like they. But it's a different oh, kind yeah. of beat. There ain't no uh, stat hero involved when that's going no, on. I, so I know. Well, now if you have, if for those of you who ever hated Joe Buck, you can actually go beat him. You know what yes. I mean? Electronic, but I think. Can I just say that I think we've turned that narrative around. And you ask why we do this podcast, and you ask about the million of podcasts that you seemingly think that I do. I'm doing this for you, you know. I mean, I started this whole thing so um, I, so we and I could let the world know that Joe Buck is more than just sort of a talking head who hates your team. This is a human. He's a man. You know, he has a family. He's a great father. He's a great son. He's all of these things, and he doesn't give a shit about your team. This is what I was trying to accomplish with this podcast. And I think in the two years that we've been doing that, I've been pretty successful. Of course, I need you to be successful, but I think we've showcased who Joe Buck really is. Man, I, I never knew there was that type of an ulterior motive, but now I'm, I'm touched, and I appreciate all this time we've spent together as you've tried to rehab my uh my persona publicly uh, my mm-hmm. public persona that's what i'm trying to come up with i i thank you oliver from the bottom of my heart and i am all those things i'm a son i'm a father i'm a brother i'm a husband i'm a dad mm-hmm. i'm i'm a lover not a fighter sometimes you're a fighter you know along those lines i just finished something that will be out in march that I think will help do oh, exactly yeah. what you talked about a moment ago, but I can't talk about it, so I'll just have to oh, wait yeah. till it it springs itself upon the world and uh, yeah, and I think yeah. it'll be it'll be fun, it'll be good. Yeah, no, I do. I think that you are really setting up your future for after broadcasting. This is what I think is happening. Yeah. Just generally, overall. I mean, it was a year where I, I hosted Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm on this. I, I, I've been on Stern a couple of times. This is kind mm-hmm. of the next natural step uh, in that in that PR blitz that, mm-hmm. that we're talking about. So 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll we'll save that for when that comes to pass. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break with more daddy issues. We cannot go another episode without a talking to Juggernaut with Josh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, look at that! All you have to you just have uh. to start the sentence, and this fucking guy is ready to fire. <laughs> um, but but not just you know checking in on his sex life with which frankly you know it is what it is, but uh, to talk about what happened on his phone, uh, I would say two weeks ago somewhere in there. Yes, uh, one random yep. day. So. Josh, uh, this is your moment of glory. Why don't you tell the fine folks that, that dial into this podcast exactly what happened, uh, let's say, uh, two weeks ago tonight. Yeah. So what happened was I get this text message out of the blue randomly that just says, just says this. Hey, I appreciate you giving me your number, but I don't think my girlfriend would be down for a third. Mm. Yep. Which seems like fishing. It feels like maybe this wasn't a wrong number. Um, and the guy is sort of just You really fishing. think he's just trying random numbers to see? I mean, that's a weird approach. It's possible because what happened is after this conversation, which I had to get involved with, Joe got involved with, Margo got involved with because it was very exciting. It was very fun. And then now Joe and I are sort of giving Josh lines because Josh was not good with this himself. He was freaking out. Like Cyrano we, de Bergerac, but, but you're underselling it, it this. Yeah, Josh, okay, go. Josh, to our group text, says, hey, look what I just got on my phone. And Oliver, who sometimes getting a response, I know this is going to surprise our audience, sometimes getting a response out of Oliver is like trying to get a response out of fill in the blank. <laughs> Bernie uh, and his weekend, uh, like, uh, you know, people, I don't even want to start naming dead people because he doesn't really respond. Oliver sprained his thumbs typing back to Josh, A, without any delay, and B, mm-hmm. the things that Oliver was was putting into Josh's mind to text to this human being I just I felt like we were 15 again, like prank calling somebody, and and Oliver yes. was Oliver. I've never seen you more excited about anything, anything. Yeah, no, I know I was up for it. It was fun. It was an opportunity to do exactly what you said to sort of get into a, a prank world of some kind to lead this guy along to see where he was going and how far you could take him. I love that stuff, uh, and it made me so uncomfortable the whole time. I mean, just. Oh, yeah, because Josh was getting graphic. We were trying to figure out how this was all going to go down. And, and, and it went there. You know, it went there. Josh went there a little bit. Then the person behind the other phone, we still don't know who this is, was, was ready to go there as well. And, and uh, has he ever hit you back or did it just so end? So it kept going back and forth for like a couple days. And I mean, at, at some Ooh. point I was just trying to get him off my back because it was like, I mean, it was, it had, it had played out past the time that I really wanted it to play out. I mean, he, he wound up sending me pictures, explicit wow. pictures of his, of his, one wiener. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, for you haven't even really? told me okay, okay. So I'm jumping way. Whoa. I, I know. I hadn't told you guys that. 
That's yeah. news. This yeah, is an no, update it, we here. Got it. it was uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I, like I've, I I don't know what. How's the how's how's the wiener? How was I the mean, wiener? It, it, it was a nice size, I guess. You know. But I mean, I mean come on, come on. <laughs> this this is like being. I, I don't really know the whole idea of what being catfished is, but when he asked you for for your picture. Oliver sent you the most ridiculous picture that he found on Yeah, that Google didn't work. <laughs> it didn't person. work for two seconds, so did, though. Did, the guy was like, come it on. It didn't work. And and so, all right. So now, you know, you get this picture. You have no idea. It doesn't. Do you absurd. think it's real? Do you think the one that he sent you is real? Uh, yeah, I do. I, th- I think it could it could very well be. Although I haven't, I haven't, I mean, I have no way to know for sure, right? Here's how you know for sure. Ask for another picture, but have him put mm-hmm. today's newspaper next to it. Right. Or so just write you the know date this is on not his shaft. Some random <laughs> just internet screen grab. Right, have him put, right. Just lay it all there next to today's newspaper with today's date. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, and I but I know how to, I could I could get him to to uh you know I, I just need to have the newspaper there for scale. That's what I'll tell there him. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're 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 getting good, Josh. Yeah, see I, I take uh, I'm I'm learning from the pros. How did he send you this picture, though? Were you asking for it? You were like, yeah, let me see what you're working with. I mean, did you take it a little too no, far? No, I didn't. I actually, I did not say anything of the sort. He just started, the, the minute that I started turning him down, and I was like, nah, this isn't going to work uh, out. I'm sorry. He's, old. It's worked for It's worked for centuries. Yeah, then he's like, are you sure? And oh, then he's God. sending me pictures. Early man. That's how early man did it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and he's sending you pictures of, of, of his of his. Junk. Well, his junk and his girl too. Wow, was it the same girl in the in the in the first picture? I think so. It looked it looks very convincing that it see, could be the here, same. See, oh, well, here's God. what here's what doesn't make sense. You know, in the very first text that you got to open it up, you know, I don't think my girl is down. Right, right, right. So now all of a sudden, like this, she's down. This was. I think he was fishing. Well, then he a said bit. for the right think- person she'd be down, and he also admitted to me later that he was actually thinking he was texting a woman that he met at the gym. Okay. So it's interesting okay. that the minute well, that I turned out to be a guy, that that didn't automatically stop everything. Yeah. Like the whole thing is perplexing to me. I don't. If you go back through that whole text chain, by the way, you will see how many times I actually participated. Maybe twice. Yeah. Oliver mm-hmm. Oliver dominated the the entire exchange and then was leading you into putting things out there that like I don't I'm not so sure that that Josh wants this on his phone like I I I would be so scared of having that on my phone even yeah it's well, a little weird Josh is a he's a rebel man he's he's just fearless but I'm not scared of having it on my phone like I don't care like I mean. Whatever. Let me ask you a question. You got to answer honestly. Did it turn you on? Did you like in the conversation? Like, I feel like I'm a bit boned up. Where's my wife? I want to like, let's get after it now. No, no, I don't think so. No, no. Because what if it there were outtakes? What, what if it was? What if it was outtakes? I'm just gonna say that. What if they sent some behind the scenes? Stuff? Yeah, he he. I mean, that <laughs> could have worked. You know, I mean, but he didn't know. Yeah. Well, man. It it, it was it was an hour's worth of 
pure entertainment that just dropped in your lap. Yeah, yeah. Because just to give you an example of a couple of things that I said versus what Oliver said, uh, I mm. so I asked him, when he first sent that to me, I said, wait, what, who is this? Or better question, who do you think I am? And he said, mm-hmm. this is from the gym. And I said, uh, okay, well, I, I know for sure you have the wrong number because I haven't been to a gym in years. And uh, <laughs> And I said, probably should, though. Sounds like a lot of fun. That's how I started this whole thing. There you go. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. and then he goes, "Really? LOL, that's awkward. Who is this?" And then uh and then it it's kind of didn't have nothing much happened until Oliver started taking over. And then and then what Oh yeah, he had me tell him uh uh before we go any further, I do need to know if this is all about your girlfriend or do you like guys as well? Oliver Oliver <laughs> That's told what Oliver you said. That. Uh, right. So now with this text, we're trying to sort of get some information and trying to see like where he's at with this whole thing. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that, that, so that was your thinking, Oliver? Yeah. Great point. Yes. Good job. Awesome. And yeah. then he yeah. came back Thank with, you. You. LOL, you could maybe with her, but that's probably it. Okay. I'm going to have to check out now. I'm going to go. <laughs> Drink your athletic greens, everybody, and good night. <laughs> Joe, Joseph, fuck. Um, well, I think you should continue this to see where it goes, no, given that no. the audience. Okay. No. You won't That's do it, it for the show? I've already done do it for, for Oliver's amusement. I've texted back and forth with this guy for like two days for the show. And I, I, I reached the end of where we can mine anything. See, you checked out after that text, and that was that that was like the very beginning of it still. Yeah. I, all right. Okay. Well, that's all right. Well, congrats, Josh. I think it was. I'm a proud of you. Good, I didn't think yeah, you I'm had it in you too. because I can honestly tell you that had that happened to me and Oliver's throwing me lines and all that to to make it funny and what I would have never done that. So mm-hmm. you you have more chutzpah. Well, it did I, take mm-hmm. me a couple of hard nice to really get into it. So. Hard seltzers, that's yeah. right. Josh said he was feeling frisky because he had, had some... Had a couple uh, Trulies. Trulies. Oh. So. Yeah. Nice. You were, you're getting a little crazy. Everyone's getting a little crazy. You're getting crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, that was an interesting evening. And I was... Be- Michelle was out of town. <laughs> and I had the boys and I was checking in on it periodically <laughs> while I was giving a bath to uh, two three-year-olds i was in a much yeah. different space <laughs> totally oh totally. the other thing i have to tell i have to tell you this because oliver had me tell him when he was wondering what i looked like uh <laughs> he had me say i've been told i look like a cross between oliver hudson and gene wilder that was joe's line <laughs> that was, that was joe's, that's joe's line. line that's right okay that was joe's line that was one of the few things i sent you because yeah. there's a lot of room between oliver hudson and gene wilder <laughs> both very successful both very attractive in their own way i'm certain of it uh but yeah but that said nobody would ever that confused two people like that, that created a bit of an issue though because then i had to try and scour the internet to find a picture of someone who looked like a cross between oliver hudson and gene wilder doesn't exist that's you not easy do to it. do you can't do it no yeah i don't know who that would be it'd be somebody with a, a really you know a, a nice leading man jawline um mm-hmm. decent hair but arranged in an odd way right mm, that's tough 
But I like, yeah, I like that after yeah. I put that though, he was still interested. He wanted to see. He was like, let's see. <laughs> he was still interested. That <laughs> well, was not- I want to see that. <laughs> uh, anyone would. That's a very interesting cross. Man, that was, that was, thank God, Josh, all I can say is thank God you're still with us. That could have been, that could have been deadly. Well, I didn't know it was going to be, I think you made deadly. I mean, I just, I, he had my number, but not my address. Yeah, well, well, there's ways to find you, There's buddy. ways. I mean, you know, the, it's this not over yet. The, the random text killer. Yeah, it's not over I'll yet. Give num- it's I'll not give not you his number, I'll give you his number, Oliver, if you want to. <clears throat> Nah, I'm all right. Okay. I've got to work through you. I'm like a medium. All right, that's true. You're Cyrano. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for the update, man. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm that's glad. good stuff. That's it's good just stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, and and it proves it that none of us ever really grow up. I know. Why would we want to? What's fun in that? I won't grow up. I'm tired of us. All right. I got to go. Right. I love you. I got to go. I got to go first. No, I got to go. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up. Listen to Daddy Issues on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Daddy Issues is a production of Cavalry Audio and iHeartMedia, produced by Margot Carmichael. Sound engineering and editing by Josh Windish. Executive produced by Joe Bach, Oliver Hudson, Dana Brunetti, and Keegan Rosenberger. Daddy Issues.